0: Hi, this is Ray. You're listening to the DU Football Show. I'm the only P1 supporter that matters. Fuck you, Taylor. Go Manchester United. Thank God. Epstein didn't kill himself because Epstein ain't dead, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> glory be, glory be, he has risen! It's Jesus Turtle back in the fold. Jesus Turtle. Welcome back.
1: back. He is. He, a miracle has fallen upon us. Let's start the show.
2: Bowie Maryland. Brett to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your
0: rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great
2: day, the fucking gooner Graham. Snuggle my lord. But straight in shorts Sam, Sam Graham, Sam Graham.
1: United! 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 Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show. A completely biased recap of uh, European football and a treble and a bunch of bitter Manchester United supporters. It's told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, hope and someone has five margaritas, my co-host, Samuel Graham. How you doing, buddy? Actually, that would be terrible. you <laughs> could stop at you, four, it would You to <laughs> stop at four? Stop at four. Uh, I think you want the old magic number
0: five there. Uh, maybe. <laughs> How we doing, Mr. Graham? I'm doing all right. I'm really happy that, you know, this is the recap show of... Uh, Jesus the magic turtle's uh, first 33 and a half minutes. <laughs> no, that's shit. How old Jesus was when he died. Yeah, we started. Certain...
2: Hmm? I muted myself. Y'all spent, what, 20 minutes <laughs> making fun of me on soundcheck for a turtle? We all, this thing was dead. It was dead. It's it definitely dead. dead. <laughs> and then I go, I to mean,
0: this is a miracle.
2: I go to put the chickens to bed and it's not dead. And then Graham doesn't even believe me, comes over and starts poking it with a stick. It's like, oh yeah, it's alive.
0: She said stick by the way. Stick. <laughs> I did poke it with stick, not dick.
2: <laughs> <It hurt.
1: laughs> um, mel by the way. Yes. If that turtle ends up in the pond again, it was meant to be there. <laughs> Let nature take its course. Darwinism <laughs> I mean, I as in it its best.
0: Maybe I did poke it with dick and I was just trying to see if your water turned to gay like the frogs. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast
1: platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is as many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. It
0: is cheers to bestiality.com. <laughs> uh, just, just kidding. the real That's show. a joke. It's I mean, a joke. It's in
2: the last episode, so we don't care anymore. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke.
0: <laughs> it's at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football been- Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Wonderful. Very, yep.
1: very good. Well, saving myself both pork and the wine and spirit industry, and stream both have a deep passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So, as the red blooded Americans, we are. We got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. No gin binge for the final uh, well, show. Well, we couldn't. Yeah.
0: We after, pretty much Did all your gins. After Jesus Cristo out there, we had to do some old Mexicano tequila. Yeah, we need a little
1: tequila in our life. I've been sitting on a bottle of squirt for a while and they were just like, you know what? We need a pitcher of Palomas, baby. Definitely. I, mean,
2: I wanted margaritas, but I never get what I want. Oh,
1: <laughs> Shut up. You hussy.
0: I wanted a sandwich, but hey, well, I showed I mean, up and there was nothing got,
1: here. We got the count off list of what you do for
0: a margarita. I wonder what you do <laughs> for a Paloma. <laughs> we'll find out soon. Uh, so we made our Palomas uh, with Cenote Tequila, uh, one that I represent. It is fucking delicious. Uh, it's actually owned or imported rather by the Stoli Group. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Uh, should cost <coughs> you around thirty six ninety nine on the shelf.
1: Very good. Yeah. Very good. This it's is their their tequila, tequila, right?
0: This is their blanco. Yep, one hundred percent agave, of course. Uh, Eighty proof. All your traditional, just stuff. Mm. Uh, it's just nice, clean. You know, nice sweetness up front. It's just yep. good. It's just good tequila. Uh, so so much so that you broke out the uh, Riedel glasses for it. Mm, yes, I did. For yeah, us to have that. It was ahead delicious. Of time when we, we had that little neat try to make sure we get the. Uh, you know, the old uh, flavor profile spot on. Got to have
1: the right glassware, baby. You of know, course. that's just how I roll. I'm a snob like that. Now, the Paloma. Uh, this can be done very fancy, but I like it in its most simplest form. It is tequila, it is freshly squeezed lime juice, and it is squirt soda, which is a grapefruit soda. And tahine. <clears throat> yep. And then I put a little tahine around a tahine hot sauce around the rim with a little bit of uh tahine shake, the seasoning. Well, I got to.
0: This guy is pouring out everywhere.
2: Uh, Facebook user Graham looks like he's about to do the Charleston with that hair.
0: Graham looks like he's about to kill himself because I'm moving. <laughs> Don't mind always, me. I have just I'm poured Paloma all over myself
1: because <laughs> I made the picture so damn full.
2: I'm so glad we're very professional for the last show of the season. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, That's how we roll. Yeah. The, the well Maybe so, the last joke. Uh, ultimately, uh, you can do a Paloma with fresh grapefruit and soda water. There's different ways you can do it, but the idea is it's tequila, it's fizz, and it's grapefruit with yep. lime. Uh, the tahini is optional. You could do it with salt. I've seen it done that way as well.
0: Yep. But I like muddling jalapenos <laughs> in mine and making a spicy one. But your substitution here of the tahini hot sauce with tahini shake is delicious. Yeah, and
1: honestly, this is just one of those very crushable drinks don't overthink it squirts a really good soda here's another thing too is people are like oh can i use fresca can i use like a diet say so,
0: sure Sh- sure it's not okay. it's not as good yeah when when you don't use squirt but if you can't find any squirt <laughs> for whatever reason my favorite substitute um is I'll, i will squeeze a bit of grapefruit in it just to give it a little added freshness but mm-hmm. i use just san pellegrino yeah which is at every fucking grocery store that exists so yeah um, it's easy to do. It's a simple drink. It's nice and refreshing. It's it's summer in a glass, and you can play with it too. Like I said, I make my I like making mine spicy, yeah. personally. Um, but this, you know, chili lime glaze that uh, we got going on over here with the tahini is just it's it's perfect. Any um, any great
1: any I'm sorry, any Mexican market that you go to mm-hmm. we'll have will squirt. have squirt. Yeah, for they sure. will have squirt. Yeah, and if they don't have squirt. It'll be the Hispanic version of Squirt that looks like a bottle of squirt, but says it in Spanish, squirt, and just not the word English word squirt. But right. Squirto.
0: Yeah, you can So find if you it. have <laughs> <shut> <laughs> Kidding. God bless it. Why does everybody Isn't, keep giving me looks today?
2: Well, like I thought you were making another turtle joke, but that's Squiddle.
0: <laughs> Squirtle. Squirtle. It's a Pokemon turtle joke too, which makes <laughs> it even stupider. <laughs> if you <laughs> also, um, besides that, if you, you know, if you can't find a mexican market like you said like if you're you know put some sort of save the turtles filter on your snapchat or facebook and but don't actually donate to the cause um or like to call and ruin cookouts uh you probably wouldn't know where the mexican market is very true or you'd be afraid of the mexican market
1: <laughs> that's for sure you hold your purse with both hands you know oh exactly <laughs> uh but the other key thing with your, uh, I with your uh, a piss out soda of your people. mixer Always make sure it's cold. And yes. there's Mel doing her normal test, not an audition, so we could hear it over our earphones as we were talking. Oh
2: could you? Oh
1: like right now.
2: Mm-hmm. How about that? It's
1: hey, how, about that?
2: <laughs> how about that? So you guys can hear yourselves. So, <laughs> so what else
1: episode. do we need to do that we know Mel is not mm, going to no. do tonight? I was remembered to responsibly. Very good. Let's the get way, into it, kids.
2: Christian said the show is already meme worthy
1: Oh, fabulous. I love it.
0: Oh <laughs> fuck me then
2: well i gotta i gotta toast him first he pays all my bills
0: <laughs>
1: she knows who daddy
0: is she didn't call the uh he didn't call the police yet he waited for the turtle to revive itself
1: city has done it the treble is now accomplished by two teams in england and both are from the city of manchester man city one inter milan nil City complete the treble, but it certainly wasn't fucking easy.
0: No, but my first grape is with the post-match, uh, post-match press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Pep Guardiola was asked how it feels to be only the second coach in England to have done this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's <laughs> fifth or sixth, over, maybe tenth overall. Mm-hmm. Only coach that I know of to have done it twice. Because okay. he did it with Barcelona as well. Right, um, But They asked him and he said, you know, it's great. I received a message from Sir Alex Ferguson this morning, you know, wishing me good luck. And I I feel very honored and very proud to be with him uh, in this situation. And then he went and to finally, you know, get over the line. Mm -hmm. And he made that. Yeah. I think the Champions League is deserving more than a. (laughs) Personally. it's it seems very nonchalant. Yeah, From very, such an intense football pervert. <coughs> I Wanted some more grandiose yeah. Yeah, than that it? just yeah. over the line. Um it's fucking weird. Gotta
1: De Bruyne. Again, sucks. Again in a final, gets hurt and gets pulled. Sucks, man. Um, this time it didn't change things, and I'd say the main reason why is because the mistake that uh, Pep made in the last uh, Champions Mm -hmm. League final, he didn't make this time, and that guy gave him the goal.
0: Correct, Rodri on the pitch. Yep, hundred percent. Um, not not saying that Fernandinho necessarily would have at the time, but it would have been a more balanced formation and allowed City to control a bit more of the ball. Uh, they did have over fifty percent possession in this one, fifty six to forty four. It was pretty cagey, nil nil at halftime, of course. There were some chances here or there, but nothing really clear cut. I mean, Inter did the Italian thing and mm-hmm. dropped you know nine behind the ball, ten behind the ball, and um, and did everything they could to to stifle City's creativity. Now, the thing with De Bruyne is, is, is a bit nuts, and I think this is more of a symptom of how brilliant he is, really. He doesn't really pull out of tackles uh, very often, doesn't try to jump out of the way or dive too much. Mm-hmm. When he gets hit, he gets hit. He's getting to be 32, yeah. and he's so good at what he does and one of the most prolific you know, visionaries of, of his position since Zidane, really, yep. um, in terms of passing ability and, and even goal-scoring prowess. Um, he's got a lot of miles on the clock, and he'll be 32 this year. Yeah, so I, I just don't think his body can hold hold up anymore. No, I I tend um, to agree. Now they're going to need to find somebody, and obviously we saw with Phil Foden, chances actually we're still getting created so maybe there's somebody already there Mm -hmm. but I think they're going to have to manage his minutes a bit more if he's going to remain at the highest level or he could end up you know somewhere back at like Wolfsburg or you know wherever he you know one of those kind of higher end mid-level clubs uh, because his body just can't hack it at the highest level so you're not you're not wrong there but it was it was really it was it's sad though I mean he's fucking brilliant and you (laughs) want him to be involved and him and and Holland have such a good understanding I just think next year you, you may see see a situation where de Bruyne is playing every other game right or he's being substituted more regularly in the 50th minute or 55th minute or whatever to manage his workload um you know and i can't believe i'm making this comparison because he is so goddamn pasty but uh he's gonna be on the lebron james plan yeah you know we're gonna we're gonna sit you on the road you'll be all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what exactly. is that uh,
1: um load management is the term they yeah yeah it's, yep. yeah, it's going to be load management oh, yeah. for Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, or like um, when
0: all the old people come over from Europe in general and they refuse to play on turf. Yeah, precisely. Cuz half the league uses turf. Yeah. Now, uh the Rodri goal, that what a
1: what a crack that Great was. Great strike. And it looked a lot simpler than it was. He curved it around two defenders mm-hmm. that either one could have gotten something on. All
0: they it. had to do was Shakira their ass in the way, and it would have been fun. Yeah,
1: And um, Onana oh, is also the keeper's name, right? What's his name? The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he had himself a hell of a match. Oh, so yeah, he, he did. He certainly kept him in it. But here's the thing. Now, I know a lot of it came in the second half after the goal, but... Inter had more shots than City. City oh, yeah.
0: had more possession. So but Inter had the opportunity. Inter had fourteen to seven in terms of total shots, but six to four on target. Now, two or three of those were in a span of about nine seconds. Yeah, um, but City did get flustered a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about the back pass where Pep ended up on all fours on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. um uh That Akonji just kind of left for Ederson, but Ederson wasn't. There, so Latara Martinez was in. Mm -hmm. Now Ederson, in that moment, I think proves why. You know, we I've said it a few times at least, and and maybe you can expand on it a little bit and ask why that is. I've always thought that potentially having a Jordan Pickford or a Ben Foster or a that type of goalkeeper as your number one for your national team is a bit better because they face more shots, right? But you've you've kind of discounted me in the past, saying that the mental game is such a big side of goalkeeping yeah. that for those keepers with their national teams, with England, with whoever, not having so much to do and remaining switched on, yeah, they're they're prone to mistakes. Could they be are a, definitely prone to mistakes. Could be a problem when that happens, right? <clears throat> yeah, not necessarily Pickford. We've seen him kind of prove that he can be called upon in the mm-hmm. in the big moments. But when you think back to like somebody like Chris Kirkland or. You know Ben Foster, as I said, or mm-hmm. you know whatever they're playing. Uh, Robert Green, who Robert Green, yeah, exactly. That uh, mm-hmm. drew with um, with with the US. US. Yeah. yeah, they were playing for you know kind of middling clubs, and we're seeing a ton of chances and and very good goalkeepers. Yeah. But when they stepped up to England, they they didn't have as much to do. And then when they were called upon, they couldn't step up to the task because they weren't mentally in it. Right. This is why it pays to have a top level goalkeeper that's playing for a big club is because they have to stay switched on all the time Mm -hmm. and ederson in the three times he was properly called upon he was there even if he didn't know a lot about it because i'm convinced he didn't really know anything about the save he made on lukaku Lukaku. no idea but he made him he knew something was coming and he made himself big it hit him on the knee, and now the reaction to slap it away was yep. fucking amazing. Yep. And the reactions from Ruben Diaz to head the ball to away. head the ball past the post, especially <laughs> mm-hmm. to get it out of the danger zone. Um, and not score an own goal number one, but yep. also not to present a chance to another interplayer yep. was was massive, was fucking huge. And this is why, even though they might not necessarily have a ton to do. This mental side of the game. I'm I'm now a firm believer into your camp on that where if if they don't have the the brains for it, they're it's not worth it. You got to you got to stay alive. You you have to be awake. You you're, you may only be called
1: on once and that one time, you better be fucking you ready. You better be fucking ready, man. Yeah. You have to make that big save. You know, and a lot of times when you see those mid-level clubs lose to say like a newly promoted club, one nothing, typically because the keeper wasn't on his game and he made a mistake and he gave up a goal that he probably shouldn't have given up but it was the one opportunity that that newly promoted side had and they weren't ready for it i mean you got to be you have to be switched on at all times um let's go ahead simply because um uh, both of us get a bit of a chuckle out of city now winning the treble because you know it means it's no oil money well it's no longer united only and united is that's something that they've held over everyone's head much like the Miami Dolphins and you hold undefeated season over everybody's mm-hmm. head, you know. Yep. So, <clears throat> funny to giggle at, but let's go ahead and give United their opportunity. Let's see if their four-inch dick is bigger than City's three-inch dick, because that's essentially what it is, a big old measuring contest. What? You know no. what? I-
2: that is not the show
1: title. <laughs> you know what I reckon? What? It's not. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, here's the thing, and I will say, going through and looking at everything, honestly, United's treble more impressive. Absolutely was. Than than this treble, because um, first let's look at the FA Cup draw, right? City really didn't have to face anybody. They kind of walked through it in the semifinals. They had a team from the championship. They played Burnley, another team from the championship. They played a League Two side. Like, they just got... They got a real easy draw for the most part, right? Man United played Middlesbrough, then Liverpool, then Fulham. Then they played Chelsea, tied, replayed Chelsea. By the way, Chelsea was the third place team in the, uh, the Premier League. Yep. Only four points behind them at the end of the season. Yeah, because I think and we then, finished season two off them, I think. And then this we is were runners up that year. Back when you still played um, two matches in the semis faced you guys, who were second place in the Mm Prem, one point I was only one point, was it? Yeah. (laughs) And that's how they got to the final and ultimately beat Newcastle. Now, in the league, most of the season they were in third
0: or fourth. Yep. And it ended up being— They They scraped a bunch of Mm -hmm. one-nillers in the last, like, two, three months and and made up their point difference. And they ended up
1: beating you by one point, and Chelsea— by four points there was only one competitive team to city this year that was you and once you guys started to falter it was over it was cruise control for city so i would say if you look at the fa cup check to united now look at the premier league check to united now
0: that being said city's champions league run is i think more impressive because they still went through Bayern Munich and Real Madrid Mm -hmm. and the manner in which they brush them aside with relative ease is fucking insane. So I'll give you that one.
1: But in their group, they had Barca and Bayern. They were second in their group to Bayern. Barca did not advance that year. Mm -hmm. They ended up playing Inter, Juve, and then in the final, they faced Bayern and beat
0: them. So they Correct.
1: didn't have a tough. They had a tough run. No, as I'm well. not. No,
0: they had a very tough run. But what I'm saying is, is they, they, um, I mean, at the top end of those competitions, Joe was going to be playing somebody competent, of course. Um, and, and our run to the final, we had Villarreal was our easiest game, and it went to penalties. Right, everything else didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, we we drew nil nil and and beat Real Madrid one nil we you know played Juve beat them over two legs yeah and then faced Barcelona in the final and only lost two to one despite being down to 10 men um Manchester United squad you know what it you can't do this without mentioning the fact that City have oil money oh of course (laughs) because Manchester United the crux of their team Now, I'm not saying they don't spend, right? but at the time... Back then, they spent more than anybody back then. But in 1999, the crux of their team was four Englishmen that came to their academy. Yeah, that's true. Still, the class of 92 was so prevalent in that team, Um, despite the money they spent, they still did rely heavily on the academy. You cannot... (laughs) City doesn't do that? If Foden... That's it. Lewis, but he didn't play in this one. Right. So now the manner in which they did it and with the relative ease that they did it with over the, 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 length of the competition and especially the that those quarters and semifinals mm, they were convincing, convincing very convincing wins. very easy kind of yeah. just okay who are you again Real yeah. Madrid fuck off right yeah. I mean that's, that's Bayern and Madrid they beat Bayern that, and Madrid to me on the is, way there is very impressive is yeah. it, that is very fucking impressive the defending that's champion, very well done the
1: defending champions league t- uh, title holders
0: and the best team in Germany hands down but at the time right with united they did spend a shitload of money still mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but like i said with with half the group and the run that they went on to get there and they weren't always convincing it, it didn't it was more backs against the wall somehow sir alex ferguson and and greatest manager of all time figured out how to make them an underdog story in that champions league mm-hmm. and he did it and they they you know very well done you know that, that they accomplished that but with just how, in a purely footballing sense, just how simple this seemed to City. It, basically, it was down to Pep not cocking it up. Yeah. Just keep your fucking tentacles out of it and yeah. just do what works. Well, and he did this time.
1: And credit to them. I mean, the league, yeah, you guys did slip and fall and, you know, not as literal as Steven Gerrard. Hey. <laughs> but um, I had to get my dig in there. But... But
0: it's, it's less impressive now that they have won a Premier League. <clears throat> yeah, that dig. <laughs> yeah, I still like it, it. Used to be more of a zinger. <laughs> yeah, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I still like it.
1: I also like that the year prior that they finally won one, they lost it at Goodison Park. So that also makes me happy too. I I have to have the small the small. I victories. know you do. It's bad. I need the small victory. You were managed by Frank Lampard. <laughs> Jesus, fucking Christ! <laughs> Ouch! Uh, that Frank. Yeah, that Frank.
2: Where's he at now?
1: Uh, probably where that mute button is because you were having troubles finding that, too.
0: <laughs> you, know where, you know where he is? Uh, I've got it. Since we're not doing an injury time tonight, I, I'm going to talk about my beer real quick because that's sure. an excellent segue. Uh, Ocean Vibes
2: <laughs>
0: okay, is the name of this beer. You know how I like to theme my uh, beer choices based on their names or can art. Uh, this is from Equilibrium. It is 8% by volume. It's a double IPA, but it says Ocean Vibes on it. And... Uh, you know, the way we started, kind of a little helter-skelter here yeah. in the studio today. I was the, expecting
1: you to have a, a trippa tonight for the treble.
0: Yeah, I thought Ocean Vibes would probably be better. Ocean Vibes, pretty good. I yeah. like Ocean Vibes because we always talk about Dubai buy time. Because
2: he didn't think about the treble.
0: I just didn't want to really acknowledge it, <laughs> but I guess we had to being a football show, right? No, it, it, it's an amazing achievement. At the best of times, I mean, you know, the season is a marathon, not a sprint. Um, there's there's so many ways in which you can falter. Mm-hmm. For them to win all three competitions is insane. With the, I, I just I find it difficult with the money that's the Do you state. Do we get that by the way? As it keeps vibrating.
1: <laughs>
0: with the state-owned <laughs> teams, now as my brother, we're trying to work out the Verizon bill. Heard. Um, he didn't answer in the break. The uh, With the state-owned teams being a thing now, and the money that they've spent and everything else, and the kind of seedy people that own them, it's difficult to separate those two facts and <clears throat> and how we're going to move forward talking about it because there was a lot more parity in 1999 than there is now. Mm-hmm. Now, there's five or six or seven teams really that are going to dominate frequently. Right. And it is going to become the only storyline really is old money versus new money. So, yeah, does Real Madrid kind of become a heartwarming story all of a sudden? Yeah, it could. <laughs> it could because they're not state run. Right. They're still 51% fan owned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Bayern Munich, the other evil empire. Yes. Mm-hmm could become a heartwarming story now because it's not these oil-rich nations that own clubs. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. If PSG could ever get their shit together, I'd be terrified about them. You know, but they can't seem to put the right football people involved and keep their hands out of everything, and they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, over the 38 games, the talent they buy gets it done, but on any given night in in a Champions League in a tournament format, it's very easy to knock them off and as it has been for the last few years i can see it now mel going into the summertime ken burns
1: over here doing when it was a game by sam graham (laughs) i almost forgot in fact i did forget to put this in the notes but we got to talk about it david moisiola the McRib. That's the right. And <laughs> after all these years, him and West Ham get to hoist the trophy. And it was in dramatic fashion, too. Well, now,
0: I think he... Moiseola is now dead. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot like that turtle. It could be revived. <laughs> but it probably won't be. Right. Because this was a proper Glaswegian performance.
1: Oh, God, yes, it was. 32%
0: possession. Two two to one uh, (laughs) over uh, Fiorentina. But they did did take uh, a bit more of an opportunity. They were a bit more ruthless than Fiorentina were. Uh, 17 shots for Fiorentina, just four on target. West Ham had eight shots total in the game, four on target. They only took... Two hundred and eighteen passes, West Ham, and only completed sixty six percent of them. It was a pretty ugly game. Four yellow cards, three offsides. But all that matters is the goals. Mm-hmm. Uh and uh Jared Bowen in, in the ninetieth minute, right as it, it strokes over into extra time, um turned on the gas stoppage time rather, uh turn on the gas and just got it done.
1: Shot right, right past the yep. defender great through pass to him and he was just off to the races and we've talked about this already with Jared Bowen you're not going to catch him he's a fast fucking guy yeah, he is. and you know I, I bet you if we had a chance to talk to Smokey right now would you take this shit season if at the end of it you're hoisting a European trophy that answer would be yes hell yes every fucking bit of it yes so yeah, a turbulent season, a lot of trouble for West Ham, battling relegation almost the entire way until probably about the fourth or third week to the end of the season yep. when they finally really felt safe. <clears throat> but they get it
0: done. They get a trophy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One more European trophy than uh, than Tottenham currently has. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, and a more important European trophy, arguably, than Arsenal have. The only thing we have is a 1970s Fairs Cup. Yeah, or whatever, or Cup Winners' Cup, rather. Yeah, that's it. Which wasn't particularly a, a you know coveted tournament necessarily. Cup Winners' Cup was that kind of like um like a community almost like a, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a Europa League, but it was just a single knockout tournament. Like oh, it was, okay. it was essentially like the, one the one... FA Cup winners. Okay, from each domestic league, uh, it was the okay, Cup gotcha. Winners' Cup literally yeah. yeah so ours the one that versus we in, the european cup which was the
1: domestic champions r- going right through. the one yeah. we won in 86 or no, i'm sorry 85 with howard kendall at the helm was a winners of all the leagues tournament was
0: what we were in uh, right yep.
1: yeah yeah so i got you there
0: so it's one of those it's just like i mean yeah we've lifted a year but it's not like great <laughs> this is an actual like legitimate tournament
1: yeah and it gets them in europa yep and no one gets knocked out like mel's team still going to the mcrib everybody's if you you win you're in there it's funny because it used to be if you won you knocked a team out aka liverpool knocking out everton when they finished in fourth place and everton didn't get to go to champions league right but then when liverpool won it they weren't in the top four, and they allowed – no, it was Chelsea. Chelsea who did it when they won it, and they weren't in the top four, and they changed the rule to now being, oh, if you win, you're in, and nobody gets pushed out. You're good. You're fine. Don't even worry about it. We don't knock anybody out anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty it's, good. It's like the NBA first round used to all be five games until Denver shocked L.A. Lakers with uh, Dikembe Mutombo back in the 80s, and then suddenly they went, okay, first round's not going to be seven games because we
0: can't have the first seed uh, losing, you know right yeah no exactly yeah so it's we gotta extend this oh yeah definitely have <laughs> to extend it um which that, is fucking ridiculous uh, but probably the final that's game that's what for, happens The have versus the have nots that oh they always change the rules to benefit probably it's,
1: the final match for uh declan rice with west ham you have to assume he's looks like you guys are about to maybe offer a hundred million is what i was reading the other day yes
0: yeah, so it looks like it's gonna be about 100 million 90 was kind of rejected. He wants to leave. He said he wants to leave. Um they that last summer they gave him like, "Hey, please give us one more year and then we'll let's see what happens." And he convinced them. He said, "Okay, fine." They convinced him to do it basically. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if we do something, you'll you'll be able to leave next summer, and they did something. So yeah, he And David Moyes said it in the post-match, not post-match, but in the first press conference after, was like, yeah, I mean it's the right and proper thing to do. This is what we told him. He gave us our wish so we're going to grant him his.
1: Yeah, and he gets to leave with the trophy and he gets to be a fucking hero in West Ham. Like, he will just, doesn't matter, it's it's kind of like how Rooney was treated for Everton. It was just like once he came back, you're like, ah, he's fucking, he's our guy. We mm-hmm. love him. Kind oh, yeah, of thing. exactly. All right. So let's, uh, fun more fun little segment we're going to do. We're going to chat about the wonderful world of the transfer rumors.
2: So Messi's not coming to Villa.
1: No, no, Messi's not coming to Villa. I don't know whatever made you think that, Mrs. Houston. Uh
2: Emilia Martinez said if Messi was coming to villa.
0: He's he's going to play for the Fizza. <laughs> No, Fizza got cat oh physic uh, got, got canned, canned. rather. Oh, yeah. no, is done for it in oh, Miami. Oh,
1: that sucks. I was hoping Fizza would try to uh, you know, manage fucking uh you know, back when I used to play the game, this is what I would do. He already has a new gig now. Oh yeah, where's he at now?
0: He's a positions coach for the Canadian national team. Oh, well that's a great gig. Yeah. Huh? It's huh? funny. Woo. It's shit. <laughs> yeah, what a no. shit thing to No shit. You were a head coach, now you're a defensive unit coach. <laughs> He was a head coach.
1: He was also the head coach of, of, for what it's worth, he was the head coach of the English women's fucking national side for a while. Like, come on, World mate. Cup semifinalist. Yeah, actually. exactly, exactly. All right, so what I want to do real quick, Graham, I know you've got all the rumors uh, posted. I'm going to go over a few already done deals uh, just specifically concerning um, the Premier League, starting with um, Bournemouth. uh Went ahead and did the full transfer of Hamed Triori, a midfielder for them, who was in on loan this season. They went ahead and bought okay. the
0: contract, bought him right Yep.
1: Brentford, uh, they did that with also same thing with uh, Kevin Schad, who's a forward. Obviously, looking to put in backup strength for the fact that. You know, I Tony, Tony uh, yep. bet on himself, and he bet incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, apparently, a record-breaking deal for them—that is their their highest signing ever. Also worth mentioning, they signed from uh, Freiburg, feinberg in uh, Germany. Freiburg, Freiburg. Thank you very much. I yep. appreciate it. Mark Fiken, who's a goalkeeper, clearly. They're going to move on from David Raya. They know David Raya
0: doesn't want to stay. So Raya has been linked with Tottenham Mm -hmm. and Manchester United, Mm -hmm. but it looks like Jordan Pickford's going to get the United opportunity, and Raya may be stuck going to Tottenham. Yeah,
1: well, because Tottenham was interested in Pickford first, but frankly... Everton's not going to sell him unless it's for a premium. We're not we, oh, Yeah, and especially
0: gonna, to a direct relegation rival after Harry Kane leaves. Why would you true. strengthen we're gonna, them? We're gonna
1: get, we're going to get probably, <laughs> I imagine, sixty up front and probably another twenty million in add ons for, for Pickford, yeah. especially if especially man United's from doing United it. in there. Yeah.
0: Especially if that Saudi deal goes through <laughs> uh, uh Qatari deal goes through soon. You'll get a more net, probably. Yep. So uh Brighton Albion is already losing someone who will get to in just
1: a Mm -hmm. moment but they have already one of the first signings of the offseason they got yal pedro from watford who impressed in his limited action in the prem the first time up he came up with them and this was um when we had our uh buddy on from california who talked about watford he had specifically mentioned watch out for this kid yal pedro pretty fucking talented and then he ended up going on to um being one of the top goal scorers in the championship this past season. Yes. So that's a great little signing and a great value signing for, uh, for Brighton and expect them to do more of this. They're not going to get a 20 goals goal score. What they are going to get, you just pour it off the table there. Like I did and pour it all over yourself. It'll be fun. You'll enjoy yourself, but they're going to go out and they're going to get themselves five or six guys, including people that are already on their roster. They're going to get them 10 goals. Yeah. And they'll find 40 goals with five guys Mm -hmm. they will get that done so for sure smart little signing by them Uh, Burnley re-signed a defender Jordan Byer same situation was brought over on loan for their year in the championship started most of the game so just rewarding a good defender went ahead and brought him on full-time Crystal Palace Bournemouth had uh, parted ways with Jefferson Lerma so Palace went ahead and picked him up on the free That's not bad he was on loan recently (laughs) Well, especially as we talked about how that midfielder is getting older and older and older, you're going to need some depth. Lerma's going to offer you exactly the depth you need, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't have, you know, you've got DeCorey, you've got Eze, you're going to need some more depth, and Lerma's going to offer that. So that's good for them. Uh, The big one that I just uh, hinted at, Brighton Hove Albion and uh, World Cup winner Alexis McAllister have parted ways, and Liverpool has signed Alexis McAllister. I would say this is a sneaky smart signing for them cuz he can play midfield and he can play up front and he's a creative type. Yep. Especially considering that a lot of their their forwards now, Jota and Diaz can create, but the guys like Gakpo and Núñez and Sala are the, finishers. They're finishers. They're well, not Núñez, but yeah. But yeah, well, he's supposed to be a finisher. <laughs> but McAllister's the kind of player that's going to get them the ball. Right. So I think yeah, it's a yeah, very sure. smart signing for them. And then um, on a side note, 9M uh, Forest has already released nine of the players that they signed from the 257 that they signed last season, including one Mr. Jesse Lingard. I told you that was coming. <laughs> go
0: rock up a Burnley so or something. Let's,
1: uh, let's get some rumors out there.
0: Uh, speaking of Liverpool, uh, since you brought them up a minute ago, uh, Liverpool legend Steven Gerrard is reportedly set to be appointed as the new manager of Saudi Arabian side Al Etifak. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> Isn't El,
1: that who? Al um, what the fuck? Al Atifak. Isn't that who uh, Benzema just went to? I Might think, be. I, think I, that's I don't who know. who he went to. Uh,
0: Crystal Palace are hoping a price tag of around $50 million for Michael Elise will act as a suitable deterrent for PSG. Hmm. I know we were actually interested in Michael Elise as well. Yeah. 50000000 million, don't know if we would pay that, though. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Arsenal Paris, are close PSG to agreeing Lord. the fee with West Ham. Uh, this is now from The Guardian. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they are expected to pay more than $100 million. so it'll probably be $100 million plus add-ons. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens there, uh Wolford Zaha looks set to reject an offer worth a staggering 30 million a year to join Cristiano Ronaldo at Al Nasser, but Luka Modric is considering a move to the Saudi Arabian side, uh, Al Hilal, after more than a decade at Real Madrid. Saha wants to play w- wants to play in competitive and, and um,
1: yes, it's competitive enough at Saudi Arabia because there's some really great players, but. I think Saha, older. Wants, he wants an opportunity to continue to play in the Prem or with a European side that's going to be playing European football. Who? Uh, Wilfred Saha.
0: Oh, Saha. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you said Salah, and I was no, like, no. 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 Saha. Uh, Aston Villa have agreed terms with Monchi. Mm-hmm. The old Sevilla sporting director.
2: There is also another rumor out there.
0: About Villa, yes. Yuri Tillemans, there's, is that the one? There's another one. All right.
2: Uh, Rumor has it Jack Grealish is coming back.
0: It's her doing her Not.
2: I'm sorry, Lindsay started that rumor, and I'm pretty sure it's true. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, But Monchi, who was the longtime sporting director at Sevilla and oversaw a lot of the transfer dealings, all of the transfer dealings, really, that um, Unai Emery did while he was manager there. So they're getting the band back together and aston villa all of a sudden especially with their now european uh status being uh reborn they are um much like that turtle reborn uh, you know what call the show rebirth mel they will <laughs> they will be
2: reborn's fine but birth has a little bit of a i don't know bloody context
0: <laughs> yeah fair hey mel
2: bless your little cotton socks
0: Telling you, it took you long enough to find the fuck. I know it took me a while to
1: find it. I was working that board over there. That is. Thank you for filling. Good work. I had no idea what you said. I wasn't listening.
2: Clearly, the messy rumor didn't work out, but the Grealish rumor. I mean, that's solid.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, honestly, getting Munchie back is huge. But with Unai Emery, with the competition that they've qualified for, and the competition that they'll be in, should they win that competition, Mm -hmm. it's kind of his specialty. (laughs) He knows that, like. Inside and out, he's. I think he's the all-time winningest manager in that competition. Um, so it's almost a guaranteed trophy with him at the helm and with Monchi pulling the strings. Villa now appears to be a bit of a destination for for players. Yeah. Um. You want to take that next step? You're not ready for Manchester City yet. You're not ready for Newcastle yet. You know, with the money that they're going to be spending. Take a step here first. We'll get you minutes. You can prove yourself and then go in and be ready-made, you know, shoe-in starter for those clubs. Do you know what they're calling it? What's that?
1: The Claret District. Heard Claret District.
2: Think about it. Bless your little cotton socks. Do you know why?
0: Why? Because Villa Fox. Heard. Now, anyways. Just get it, Graham. get it. I get it. And while you're fucking, her boyfriend's going to take your wallet (laughs) because it's still in Birmingham. Still brummy. (laughs) Brummy
1: gonna brummy. (laughs) Uh, that used to be what Everton was, you know. You think about it when we talk about the best right, of the, the rest. The stepping stone, yeah, because Brighton isn't going to necessarily pay the money. They're going to be looking for youth. But they're talent. they're looking for youthful, yeah.
0: Right. So I mean, they're a stepping stone in their own right, but it's for a different caliber of player. Villa's got a big enough
1: program, a large enough stadium that they can afford to go ahead and go. Okay, yeah, we can give you a hundred, a hundred and twenty a week come play for us, come play in Europe, have an opportunity to uh, make that next step, you know. That that certainly certainly is the case. I don't disagree with that at all. Um a couple of other very interesting moves, um Bellingham ultimately now it looks like he's going to go to Real Madrid. Real Madrid, yep. Everybody thought he was going to Liverpool or United. It was just it just seemed poised to have the English star come back home and he's going to Madrid. That's a big one.
0: That's huge, and and uh, obviously triggered the idea uh, of Liverpool to sign McAllister because his ultimate destination always seemed to be Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on uh, to you guys, mm-hmm. and this isn't a rumor; this seems to have happened. Three members of Everton's board have left their roles on Monday, and the chairman Bill Kenwright is expected to go in the next forty-eight hours. Developments which signal the arrival uh, of fresh investment. Yeah. So there you go. Look at you.
1: So who all left? I, I assume Denise, who uh, is still looking for the perpetrator of the imaginary headlock. Yeah. And then I it assume- didn't
0: say who, who left. <clears throat> wow. That is that is big news. I hadn't even had a chance to read that yet. So we might need Geckle to get in touch here uh, because the sun reports that Leeds defender Robin cock is banned from playing in the championship next season, according to reports. Really? Don't know why. What oh, does that mean? Man, I definitely want to hear about that one. Uh, they don't Chris, like Belen's
1: down there, I heard. Uh, Christian Hitcher. Yes, it. Yes, yes, I got it. Uh, Christian uh, Pulisic apparently is also going to wait until after um, the Gold Cup to make his decision on moving away from Chelsea. He is going to move away from Chelsea. He's just not going to discuss it or go over it until he's done
0: his time with the United States uh, men's team. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, uh, Florian Balagun, who is an Arsenal Loney mm-hmm. uh, in France. Just went to commit to America. He just committed to the U.S. He is not on the Gold Cup roster, mm-hmm. but he is on the other roster that we have, which is the Nations League, the CONCACAF Nations oh, League. very good. So he is um, available for selection and will be featuring in that tournament instead. That tournament's a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, in ter- or, or Actually, not. It's more spaced out. Uh, than the gold cup is like a proper tournament yeah the nations league is like the european nations league it's a lot more spread out over the mm-hmm. course of a season the good part about it is that gives him a chance to go back and negotiate a loan move or solidify a space at arsenal after this current international break
1: very good well um, i'm, I'm so sure good for him. i'm sure they'd like to give him the opportunity to be a part of that squad too instead
0: of go out and buy a striker you know right. go with what you have yeah, and it's good that he, you know, was born in Brooklyn, and he, you know, qualifies. He's an American citizen, so great. Should be good for all parties involved. Yeah, because he was one of those ones. You remember Adnan Januzaj? Mm. He qualified for like four nations, Balagun, and yeah. chose the U.S., which is which is excellent. Mm-hmm.
2: No. Uh, yeah, Christian has some uh, training news. I guess uh, okay. Ben Foster signed for another year at Wrexham.
0: Yep, I saw. Oh, that. Oh, sweet. Yep,
2: and apparently they are letting him miss some training as he apparently has a three-hour drive into the
1: pitch. You just need that man to stand between the pipes and make saves. And at that level, at let's face it, at the level that Ben Foster has played yeah, and at his age, it's a fair comparison as far as American sports would go. It's Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady, when he went down to Tampa Bay, they're like, well, Mm -hmm. you're better than any quarterback we have ever had before. Yeah you want to miss some training camp go right the fuck ahead it'll be all right like in this circumstance you have an england international keeper he just needs to show up and get between the sticks as long as he's healthy as long as he's in shape which you have to trust he's going to do Mm -hmm. and if he doesn't you let him go you know it's it's that simple it's
0: that simple for them and if it doesn't work after a little bit, just poke him with a stick and maybe he'll resurrect. <laughs>
2: it's amazing what happens when you just poke it with a stick.
1: <laughs> I do have the show title. I, it was going to be, really, this is the
0: last one, but now it's going to be poke him with a stick. <laughs> that is definitely going to be the show title. I thought title. it was going to be Resurrection Monday. <laughs> uh, Manchester United are interested in poaching William Saliba for, from Arsenal, but the Frenchman agreed a new contract, so fuck you. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: If you, you won him, he cost hundred dollars twenty five. Yeah, at you.
0: least. Uh, uh, Manchester United <laughs> could also release David De Gea still. Mm-hmm. They haven't decided yet whether or not to sign him up for another year. Uh, Romeo Beckham is set to turn down the chance to play alongside Lionel Messi to enter Miami by continuing his progress with Brentford. Very cool. So he's going <laughs> to not be in that lineup. The Daily Star reports that Mason Greenwood is reportedly delighted with some of his Manchester United teammates and manager being open to his return. He is the one that punched his girlfriend mm-hmm. out. Uh, well, and I heard I heard that there was absolutely sparked to move her. Him. Yep, yeah, absolutely sparked her out, and then uh, she dropped the case. Yeah. So he didn't actually go to prison, right? Precisely, which is a shame. Lino Messi was stopped at Beijing Airport after using a Spanish passport instead of his Argentinian one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just the fun news. Um, why he's in Beijing already? I don't know. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Spurs, uh, they're not
1: just linked to Raya. Oh, Madison. They're linked to Mm -hmm. uh, Ryan Madison as well, which honestly. Ryan Madison. I mean. um, James Madison. uh, James Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My apologies. My apologies. Um, James Madison. Here's, I'll tell you what. If you keep Kane, that is a brilliant fucking signing. And you go back to the days of when it was. Kane and Deli Alley right behind him. When though when when Alley still had a head for football and wanted to play, there were a couple of seasons there where he was playing behind Kane and that one two punch was fucking deadly. And I see that exact same thing with James Madison.
0: Two quick ones here, uh as well. Uh Chelsea winger Mikhaila Mudrik is ready to play for the Ukrainian uh, under twenty ones in the European Championship mm-hmm. in a bid to recapture his best form. So you know what? If you're playing like shit, step down a league, dominate, <laughs> get your confidence back, move back up. Come Apparently, back up. that's the way to do it. And the Times reports, and this may be the way to stop the oil rich nations, at least domestically. Premier League clubs are considering introducing a spending cap that would limit the amount any club can spend on wages to how much television money is paid to the lowest placed team. Ooh. So you can only pay players whatever 20th place gets in television money. Okay, which is still over a 100 million, but it's At a least, lot less than what the champions get.
1: Which then forces you to spend, well, here's the thing though, it forces you to spend more money on a transfer price, right? And then there's some bonus that goes to the player. But here you're not ultimately rest- like, yeah, you're restricting the owner, but who you're hurting is the player. And honestly, the player at the end of the day, I never fault a player for for signing and getting as much money as humanly no, possible. Fuck no,
0: they have a fi- they have a shelf life, and and there's
1: also a lot of them who never make it. So if you get the fucking deal, sign the fucking deal. I mean, that's why we're have sat the here. Fucking money, yeah, have the fucking money. This, please take the fucking money. That's
0: why we're sat here. Two prime examples. Mm-hmm. We never made it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we
1: gotta do this bullshit. Who are you talking? To? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I, uh, I, um, you know, unfortunately, my wife caught me and spoiled the plans. But um, I almost ran over uh, goalkeeper Griffin Hemmendinger. Uh, I'm sorry at the uh, Annapolis Blues game because I know in his dreamy blue eyes, and his heart of hearts, that uh, that that the gaffer. Colin Harriet needs Houston in the net, so I'm gonna get my chance. I
2: think you're better off running over the assistant coach going for that spot. <laughs> I will say though, uh, the captain of the team, mm-hmm. what's his name, Elton? Elton
1: Deloverio Santos. He oh. played for the Blast, he currently plays for uh, the Harrisburg indoor team as well.
2: All the women in the stands have eyes for him, and they were all so relieved to find out he was born in 1985.
0: Oh, good. So he's a year older than me. Oh, yeah. is
2: that true? So oh, you're so saying Sam, I still you got a chance.
0: Says him. You could have tried out. Saying I still got a chance. Yeah. Well, what what were they
1: all referring to him as? Daddy. Yeah. They were all calling him soccer daddy is what they were
0: calling him. Do these players get paid a little bit? No, no. they don't. It's completely. Nah, mind.
2: It's just Ass.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's just ass i'll take it for, for uh, actually Elton, for Elton, you know what Car- carly United. carly did offer you know what she said she uh-huh. was like there's like 10 percent of me that wants another baby uh-huh. so are you like like if i don't do it though are you gonna like leave me for somebody else or something and mm-hmm. i was like no sister wife easy <laughs> tegan will be in college soon we'll have an extra room hey hey you're you're you, the, I'll have a Tuesday through Thursday room to go to No we'll, problem we'll There's talk, part of your family that believes in the sister wife process It'll be Don't okay. do that
1: we'll,
2: we'll We're talk, not doing that We'll talk off air because I found out like there's options out there This
0: is yeah. the main show, be careful Shit
1: <laughs> I didn't say. It I didn't name season. any names. I didn't yeah, say anything. It. I simply fuck said it. that it's um, it's a an open thought. Subset, is yeah. anybody
2: unsubscribing at this point?
0: Nah. Yeah, they've already unsubscribed they, by yeah, now. if They did. Yeah, they, they right.
1: They, they already know what the fuck. But this anyway,
0: is But anyway, no. So it was a, a very funny conversation. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that you know, well, you know, ladies apply. All right. That's all well, I'm saying. Uh,
1: <laughs> Mr. Graham, that's gonna wrap it up, man. Any pardon words?
0: Yeah, I do. And it's against one of our own, briefly. Okay, oh. please. Our boy Mark, the Leicester oh. supporter. Mm-hmm. Put up something on Saturday, maybe Sunday, said something about who's Arsenal. Mm-hmm. I just want to briefly remind him that they are a Premier League football club. <laughs> Unlike <laughs> put some that up people's in our club. Group? He put that up in our group? He commented. It's Mark Snyder, right? Is yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. He commented on somebody's post about wanting Arsenal to win the league. He said, uh-huh. who is Arsenal? Then I would just kindly remind him after That's his great. team's relegation, team they are a Premier up. League football club.
2: That's so cool. Right. Shit talking right there. Look at that coming from behind. Yeah, yeah, but who's
1: Arsenal? Okay. I, I would I would say Mark could combat that with well, we've won the title more recently than you fucking have. Yeah, but not as many.
0: <laughs> I'd combat that with my entire true, trophy case. True. They've also won the FA Cup more recently than you have too. That's like Tottenham standing in the background going, Yeah, but we won something once. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh I do have a quick
1: parting word and this bleeds <laughs> into soccer as well.
0: Oh, I okay, when you're or done, the... I have one more thing. Oh, please, please go. No, ahead, no, no, no. I no, I first. want you to
1: go first. Okay, so um, as some of you have heard in professional golf, um, Liv uh, Golf and the PGA have decided to merger together. Um, America. One of the things that's worth mentioning. And the European Tour. Or, and the European Tour, making a, essentially a Super League of Golf. Um, uh, a show I listen to, Tony Kornheiser, who is, um, pardon a, the interruption. A D.C.-based guy, yeah. D.C.-based guy. He has Steve Sands, who is always on the golf the golf channel uh doing all the golf tournaments he's one of the, the the main uh on on the uh um course in interviewers yes and he was talking with tony and one of the things he brought up he said look the saudi money has just bought one of the most famous clubs one of the most historic clubs in england with newcastle they're buying teams oh yeah he and he said very bluntly at the end of the interview he goes this is the start in american sports Mm -hmm. this is not a one-off no be prepared have you
0: bought a concert ticket recently they they, own live nation yep
1: but we need to be very prepared oh yeah for for everybody that is the gun-toting america loving the nfl don't take a fucking knee get ready Arab oil money is going to be owning an NFL Yeah, but thing. they don't,
0: they, they, in, they don't in, care. But they don't care because right. they hate women too.
2: Unless yeah. they're holding up a pride flag or drinking Bud yeah. Light. Yeah, they don't That's, give exact, a that's shit.
0: exactly it. They hate the gays and they hate I women just, also. I, I so want, it's fine. Women know their place. Wear the burka. So, Come on, Mel. So uh, so my, make yeah. me a sandwich, damn it. Well, I, Go out back and kill the fucking camel. <laughs> I killed a turtle. What more do you want? No, but... No, I didn't. Well, you didn't! Well, did, and then I, Jesus brought it back. Fucking That Christian. turtle's got a message. That turtle will keep Saudi money out of America's sports, <laughs> is what I say. That Put that turtle on the precipice it deserves! So That turtle is now
2: Jesus El Cristo. That's his name. So, just my... Fuck! Over... It
1: just all sucks. Doesn't it? It all sucks. It does, but my my overall the people uh, point... in Soundcheck
2: had quite the uh, the the roller coaster. Today. I know, Sorry, the, Houston. My
1: overall point about talking about this is just in general is that when we're talking about what's going on in England and what we're talking about players being bought and brought into the Saudi league, we saw the um uh the fuck cutter. I call them by their Christian name. Um, <laughs> the, the fuck cutter World Cup and the fact that the one of the next two world cups will absolutely be in saudi arabia that is fucking 100% happening yep um we'll have and, to do this fucked up ass schedule again this year oh yeah we'll have to do it again but here's the th- the overall thing is is that we need to be mindful that this is starting to come and and you uh, i'm I'm not telling you how you need to uh, appreciate your sports cuz certainly in the case of of Allen, I know if the shoe was on my foot, I'd be happy as shit that suddenly there was an inflection of cash and that my team was twentieth
0: place this season. Well, but before, here's here's and the now thing: now is
1: playing Champions League ball. But that,
0: that's exactly it. That's why sports washing works. Yeah, yeah. That's Most why it happens. Emotions. That's why it happens. Yeah. It's because when guys are idiots. Yeah, and men still are in positions of prominent power more often than women are in general. That's a fact. Guys choose a team at 10 years old, usually the one their dad supported or to be a dick, the opposite one, and then they stick with it Mark. for the rest of their fucking lives. Our boy Mark yeah? chose. They stick with it forever. Family. We're this supporters. is exactly why sports washing oh, works, happened. is because I bleed red cuz my team bleeds red. Right. I bleed red and white. Newcastle fans, they bleed black and white. I bleed blue and white. She bleeds claret and blue. That's how it goes. And you go, you know what? So enjoy it to a point.
2: On and off, Day Merlot.
0: (laughs) It's it's good that we're calling these things out. That conversation still needs to be had. But if the English, you know, proper person's test Mm. couldn't figure it out. You've seen our last president. How the fuck do you think our proper persons test I, is going to go? I
1: mean, it's just one of those things that I. The, the whole point of bringing <laughs> it up, the whole point of bringing it up in this being the final show of the season, was just as we, as Americans, like to stand on this pedestal of we're holier than thou. Some do. You yeah. Look,
0: look at the. And then rest some of, just buy into it and say what they want. Mm-hmm.
1: Look at the look at the rest of the world. It's coming here. Oh yeah. Be ready. We're the last NFL teams will be owned by oil money. Uh-huh. Baseball teams will be owned. The and great then they'll American buy the league. time will be owned by uh-huh. oil money. You need to be ready for and that. And then they'll
0: end up buying the fucking league. Yes. I
2: mean, it seems obvious that the Houston Oilers would be the first one on the block.
0: Uh, other than the, the, the Texans, Texans, Texans now. now. Damn it. But yes. Yeah, and I uh, the, I had
1: a the Houston Oilers
0: moved to Tennessee and they're the Tennessee Titans. You know who I think it's going to be? Who? is going to be the cleveland guardians oh you think that yeah i think they're going to pick one of those teams and be like look we're not racist yep we support this change yep exactly it's going to be one of those as a flagship fucking look at how we do things here Mm -hmm. Uh, and what's your final thought i'm glad that you did that before i did mine Mm -hmm. because mine is a bit funnier Mm -hmm. everybody wants to know it's the last show of the season sam yes what the fuck did you actually say to the goalkeeper and a coach?
2: <laughs> Dude, what be, could
0: you possibly have to fucking offer these gonna two people?
2: A, that's going to be a bit. Every week I'm going to get him like in deep conversation with different people every What did time. you
0: actually have to say to these two cuts? <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Graham, if you listened
1: to the Naptown Blues fan cast, uh, available wherever you get your podcast, you would hear exactly what I said to him because they're interviews that we're doing. Normally, uh, okay. Now, normally those pictures are taken after the interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, when And
2: I might take 10 just to get the one where it's Houston going.
1: Uh, yeah. the,
0: week, <laughs> yeah. the week
1: with Griff, I can tell you that was the first two goals he had given up. And we had been joking about how you know oh keeper we're to keep a clean sheet the entire season that's how it's gonna roll and he finally gave up a couple of goals and he came over and he was like he was like eh, i finally gave up a couple right and i was like yeah just blame the defense he goes exactly <laughs> <And> walked <away. laughs> um brilliant he, he also while i was interviewing um jacob Morell, who um uh should make the um all npsl team of the month he's on five goals three assists he's the kid from georgetown and uh, I was interviewing him because he had a tough game. They played a low block. He had one assist, barely got his, barely got the ball. But I want to interview him about, okay, you score a hat trick against some teams, but this game you stood out because you did all the fucking dirty work. You like the hard stuff and, and he appreciated that. And those were the questions we had. While I'm interviewing him, Griff comes running over to me and he goes, <laughs> give him a little fist bump. <laughs> And I lean away, and I was like, great fucking save. It didn't end up getting on the task camp. If it was, I was going to make Melissa leave it in and, and right. bleep out fucking. <laughs> yeah, but right. then you tried to hit him with your car.
0: Yeah, exactly. Then I tried to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the boots back out.
1: Uh, but the with, with the coach, honestly, it's I think coach appreciates it. I'm not just asking the blanket questions. Like, th- these last two games, it was their second time playing them. These teams responded Differently, And it was like with this one, it was like Virginia Beach clearly was not going to let you play your game. Like, right. They played the low just, block. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason why the show was uh, uh, jokingly titled. Can you do it in Stoke? Because I got I got Hiram to laugh big time. It was like he was just talking. I was like, yeah, but can you do it in a cold, rainy Wednesday in Stoke? In, and he just Virginia just, Beach, died laughing. Yeah. Um, and, and normally after after that, he, you know, Mel walks away and we talk, you know, off record. And it's normally just talking. Formation, what it is he's trying to do. Cause a lot of these kids come through the Maryland United program mm-hmm. as well. So they're all, you know, he's the director of coaches for Maryland United as well. Gotcha. So, so what he's trying to create is not just at this level. It's at a youth club level as well. Yep. And they're playing, you know, attractive attack minded possession based football. And it's fun to watch cause you don't, you don't fucking see that at that level. You right. just don't. And it's also why they got three kids from the University of Maryland, a striker from fucking Georgetown. Because yeah, exactly. these guys want to play this football. And why do they have two grown ass adults? Why do they have a couple of older, it's about to be three older guys? Like from well, next season, okay? Well, both of those guys, like Elton's, in the coaching program at Maryland United, and he's exactly the on-field captain you want. And against Frederick, he fucking from 20 yards out, bent it around the wall, put it off the post and did that think across the goal on a free kick, like. Yeah, he's not the <laughs> captain you want. You want well, this then, captain.
2: And then you got Coles. It's uh, gonna break Kohl's somebody's fucking two. leg.
1: Uh, yeah, Justin Justin, who, uh, at the interview I had with Justin was very funny, he, the last two weeks in a row, one was a ball that bounced out to the 18 that he half volleyed, just rifled it in the back of the net. And then he scored the third goal this weekend corner kick comes in Morell makes a fake run that brings two guys with him he's literally left at the penalty spot by himself half volley in the air boom rips the fucking back of the net
0: let me tell you something (laughs) I'm moving less than less than two miles from my brother uh huh I reckon the Graham boys in ten months I could be fit enough to turn out for this team and I'll just pack a lip uh huh with some snus uh-huh, to get through my nicotine addiction during games. I mean,
2: don't make promises you're not going to keep.
0: Yeah, exactly. i and I'll turn to out. out next season. I'm going to fucking hold you to it. I might. We'll see. I need to, I need something. And you know what? You know what, Mel? I will have you remember quickly uh, as you're looking for the perfect I'm, photo. I'm
2: writing the, the, ta- the timestamp right now so we can throw this in your face later.
0: Oh, this is something you can't throw in my face is something you're going to absolutely agree with. If you don't find the time to find the appropriate photo after Hitch sells up to the Saudi money <laughs> to paint the club in a good light, they may chop you up into little pieces and feed you to that goddamn zombie turtle out there. <laughs> okay.
2: you do Cristo?
1: Um,
0: mis- Mr. Graham, I've got the bet.
1: If you go and try out for the Annapolis Blues next season, uh-huh. I will do four shots on the Lord.
2: No. That's it? No. If you Fuck no. off. I
1: need odds. If you chicken out and
0: don't, you do eight. <laughs> I'm no. not taking that bet.
2: I think it needs to be something equally as physical, because by then you'll have, like, stents in your heart. <laughs>
1: you'll be the yeah. bionic man. Yeah, okay, I'll walk a block. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm like, maybe no, like, you know if what? he tries that full of blues, like maybe you take, I don't know, a tango class. No,
1: no, not something that benefits you. No.
0: You know what I want you to do? Word that rhymes with dork. <laughs> I want you more, more, uh-huh. more. to start at the How inlet like and it? walk the entirety of the, uh, or jog. I want you to jog the entirety of the Ocean City Boardwalk. He wants me to die. <laughs> he wants me to die. He clearly does. Then I can finally realize my artistic vision that this show should be. Mr. Mr. Graham Can we get Ms-
2: some life insurance first Because I got nothing
1: Look her Mr. Yep. Graham yeah, I will, I, I will already it. I will already say the following That I've already said to her <laughs> If I get down If I get down To 300 pounds 300 pounds I'll play Old Timers League
0: Really? Ooh, I've told like her that, that. If Ooh. I get down to
1: 300 pounds can't play as a goalie i uh, going to have to be the keeper so I think I know how to fucking do it. I
0: love, I love that our standard is still morbidly obese. <laughs> That's the level that you get with us. Yeah. I got I heart problems. I'm
1: go from really fat to fat, if, and I'll play goalie if,
2: again. I love. I was that only a three-quarter Houston.
0: <laughs> all of us have blood pressure problems. Piling tahini on everything. I don't. Fuck it. Picture of Paloma's gone. All my
2: problems are up here. The rest of the body, perfectly fine. Our
0: best friends are two half dead people across the country. <laughs> <laughs> Our newest best friend is an actual dead turtle. <laughs> this, this is brilliant. Fucking well, brilliant. This is great. You know what? After all this, I'm moving back in my mom's basement. I'm not even going into this house. Fuck this house. I gotta go Google what Proud Boys are. All right. So there you go. That's <laughs> that's what all.
1: Uh, I actually talk tactics with Coach off, <laughs> off, uh, off Mike, and, and he's been uh, he's been great. He, he, I mean, he tells me he'll tell me something. Go, hey, off record, and we just talk formation and shit like that. And uh, which is but he's taking your ideas on? No, he's not taking my ideas on. Are y'all on a on. losing streak? No, we're, he's not. He's not by any means taking my no, ideas on. But,
2: but he is very aware that we are lost in his dreamy blue eyes. We've talked
1: about oh, that on his show. Here we go. He's Scottish, and they're uh, they're a like a the sucker. ocean. They're like the fucking ocean, man. They're, They're fucking beautiful. They're all Sorry, Beard and Rob. Your eyes are no longer the one seed. The fucking Coach Harriet, man. It's the gaffer. It's how it just fucking works now. But really, with, with all of this being said, all the fucking bullshit we've done, thank you very much, everybody, for the completion of our fifth fucking year, man. We've been doing this now for five years, man. It's been incredible. And we cannot do it without the community, the love and the support that is this show. Um, the people who support us financially. Thank you. We are able to do this, not at a cost because you support us. That, that helps. Like it really does help a ton. And, each week it's it's a it's a big long draw man it's it's tough when we do this it's you know when you look at it with the world cup and you know when we did the COVID stuff and it was just literally basically a year because when COVID happened we kept doing shows because we were just like well i guess we have to keep fucking
0: talking like yep. and it, it's just it's offered uh, us such a creative outlet to to you know, stop talking on the phone all goddamn day.
1: I'm never I'm never gonna learn how to play an instrument. I'm never going to I'm never going to act more than I did the one time in community theater. There's just things I'm never going to do. And this honestly offers me such a creative outlet. The writing process,
0: the thinking of the show and how we do it has been very rewarding. It really to to find a group of people Mm -hmm. that has enjoyed that consuming it, I guess you'd say, that sounds arrogant, but I'm not mm. trying to be arrogant about it. Right, I'm with you. To find a group of people that enjoys what we're putting out, yeah. I guess, is Simply put, they fucking get it. Yeah. Is is awesome. They get it. Hey, it,
1: you
2: it's, got me into soccer. <clears throat> something you never thought Yeah, they, they, they it's get just, it's, us,
0: They get it, they get us. It's so rewarding yeah. in that sense to know that we've brought people together. Jason and uh, Brody finding each other in a different fucking country yeah, and attending games at each other's well, grounds. No, no, Jason's local. Jason's a friend of his from... Uh, from. Uh, they, already yeah. knew each other. Yeah, they already knew each other. I gave each myself to too much credit there. Yeah,
1: too much credit.
2: He's, uh, he's confusing Jason and Jason Dredon, but yeah. let's just I let
0: him go. I am. Fair. That's probably yeah. true. Yeah. You know,
2: but when to, the... Uh, to,
1: when to have I know, this, know the listeners. He doesn't. It's okay.
2: We the know Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Just let him go. Yeah, just <laughs> let him go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a reference you've made before when I was drunk, and I kind of remember, but don't. Animal House, dumbass. The to, to for everyone to be together is is what we've always aimed to do. We're we're both great collectors of people. Mm-hmm. I've Absolutely. been told that by by various members of my family and and friends of ours, and mm-hmm. you've been told that by everyone, including me. Yeah, we are both great collectors of people, and this community, this this group of people that we've collected minus one or two. Some of you are cunts, but. <laughs> Most of you are okay. fucking... I love all of you.
2: And I think they are know they are. Are fucking sound.
0: Yeah, definitely. But most of you are fucking sound. You really mm-hmm. are. One of them's happy that live in mm-hmm. the PGA emergency <laughs> 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 That I can think of off the top of my head. But uh, the last thing I'll say Gross, to you this... Though. Wow. The, the last thing that I will say this season is... Uh, gracias, uh, Jesus Cristo... Mm. Uh, <laughs>
2: Ashley, Ashley la, uh, la
0: Tortuga La Tortuga De Holiness Because I don't know How to say holiness In Spanish Put
2: in a comment Poor turtle <laughs> No the turtle's alive if I said it's alive
1: She goes Thank God It might like
0: brains now but it's fine, Ashley. I specifically <laughs> told you not to listen to this show.
1: <laughs> You're listening to two drunk idiots say "fuck" a lot. Who's Ashley? <laughs> Ashley's uh, Mel's friend with uh, uh, the low lives, yeah, lives lives in here in the neighborhood. neighborhood. A friend okay, of ours. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, her husband's a city
0: supporter yeah. as well, so he was very happy about the, the trouble. Was uh, and- uh, this the one them? we've talked about previously? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we uh, sat and watched the game with them. Uh, the Blues game with them.
0: Gotcha. So. Well, um. Thank yeah. you so much, Jesus, for
2: <laughs> for for dying for my sins, just mine.
1: Programming note for everybody that is a Patreon supporter: you're going to continue to get some sneaky snakes. Uh, for that uh, sounds sexual. Well, it's it's us doing little fun. Um, us doing our little fun. Uh sound checks where we talk about you our sound checks for the blues as well what so we're gonna say? keep doing those
2: Actually, are you talking about me yes, yes.
1: yeah we're yes talking about we you. are that's yeah. you yeah. for told, sure i told i told you i told you come not pray at the house of turtle <laughs> um anywho but we call it the dojo <laughs> uh but also uh, again to the there's going to be sam's going to be do his, doing his favorite Premier League yep. of all time yep. um there will be obviously we're going to probably i would say late july early august we will start doing our getting to know you with the three newly promoted sides there will be the super show but everything honestly will get back to doing regular programming right around the end of July, early August. But for Patreon subscribers, there will be that. There'll be the 3rd of July show. There'll be all that fun stuff. And also Patreon uh, listeners as well. The uh, infamous Whiskey Night will be in August after I am fully healthy and recovered from surgery because I want to be able to enjoy it with you all Mm -hmm. as well.
0: We have to make sure that we discuss dates as a programming note because... We are also one weekend going to Ocean City again. Yeah. Very good. Just for a weekend. Cool, we'll make but that But also doing, because uh, Tegan's, sorry, s- excuse me, gone and back, we are going to do our housewarming on a certain date as nice. well. Love it, love it. Well, you know I'll be at that one. Yeah, and, and some people that listen to the show will be invited. I uh, mean, somebody, somebody needs to pass out in your basement. We I don't
1: feel need obliged.
2: gifts. Not you, Ray.
1: Uh. <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Until next season,
2: or next week.
0: Have a good summer. Good night. Born
2: in the land of Bowie, Maryland, bred to be a fan of fucking Everton Punch you in the eye and drink
0: your rye. Sam Houston.
2: Sam Houston.
0: Arsenal fans have another
2: Sam. Ray Kay, the fucking Gooner or Graham, smoke of a lord straight and short. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham! Go United! New United! the fucking new button.